Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be, into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey y'all, welcome back to the show. I am continuing our chakra series that I'm doing for the next uh, six or seven months. And last month we talked about the root chakra and this month we're moving up to the sacral. So let's start with where the sacral chakra is. So the sacral chakra is a couple inches below your belly button or below your navel. So it is where... Or well, since I mean it's ladies listening to this, so it's think of your womb space, right? That's where the sacral chakra is. This is our center for creativity, sexuality, sensitivity, expressing our needs, emotional balance. All of that lives here in this center. The main energetic issues of the chakra are sexuality, emotional balance, and creativity. And so that's going to kind of where you see. Um, imbalances show up in the body. So typically when we see physical things show up in, in terms of think anything or really anything regarding uh, female like reproductive issues, right? Because that's where we're talking about. So that's how it's physically, a lot of times physically going to show up on the body. So it could be fertility issues, reproductive issues, um, hormonal issues, like period issues, that kind of stuff is going to show up from this particular center. And as well as, you know, things like, you know, feeling creatively blocked or just creatively stifled, right? We're not in balance. So when you have a blockage in the chakra, you're going to feel really less ease, flow, pleasure, creativity, like all those things are going to feel stifled. And in addition to that, you you might feel like I was talking about before, you might feel things show up in the organs associated with this particular chakra. You might feel um, turned off, right? Think sexuality, right? Think through sexuality. And this could be from you either maybe stifling your sexuality, hiding your sexuality, being ashamed of your sexuality, um, covering up your sexuality. All of these things can cause blockages there. And that's not the only things, but those are the things that are coming to mind right now. But this is going to lead to stifled sexual and creative energies, right? Anything sexual, creative, it's going to be stifled in this center. So clues of kind of when imbalances are showing up in this particular center or the chakra, uh, think just apathy, right? Just not feeling, not feeling it. Uh, maybe difficulty letting go of things. Um, maybe really intense emotional intimacy issues are coming up or feeling, maybe you're feeling like emotionally cut off because you've stifled emotions, right? You're just kind of shoving them down. Um, and sometimes it's a combination of all of these. So let's, let's talk about in terms of underactive versus overactive. So underactive is when kind of your emotions and your, or your expression could be either totally suppressed or withholding it or just avoid it altogether. And so I would say men naturally kind of run this risk more so than women, just because, I mean, honestly, just because of social conditioning, right? Like crying is for girls, you know, feelings make you weak, those kind of things. I mean, they're conditioned in our society. And so I think a lot of times, like, just think of like toxic masculinity, like that's really the, the, uh, the, uh, the result of that is an underactive sacral chakra and it's going to cause issues here. Um, females can, can, you know, can feel similar things, but it, I think it's more so 
conditioning in society for men. So I think it, the underactive piece, I think, shows up more often than men in men. And then another sign of an underactive sacral chakra could be that you're prone to feelings of maybe lacking like real intimacy with people. And it doesn't have to be like in a sexual way. It can just be in a platonic way or in a, you know, a loving way, but just feeling kind of not feeling that intimacy, that connection. But then it also does show up with your sexuality. So you may have diminished sex drive or it may be totally non-existent. You may feel creatively stifled, like you're at a dead end, like you just hit a brick wall and like, I can't possibly come up with anything else creative at the time. All of these can be a sign of an underactive sacral chakra. And really a lot of it goes back to self-confidence and it's it's tuning back into yourself and really showing yourself like what you need, which I'm going to get to in just a second. But I also want to talk about an overactive chakra. So really emotional instability is kind of the hallmark of an overactive sacral chakra. So if you're overactive in this area, you might feel out of control of your feelings or emotions, maybe overwhelmed, um, maybe like feeling things on just like a much more, much deeper level than you usually do, right? Severe mood swings, like irritability, just feel like really intense feelings towards other people. It could be also feeling indecisive or inconsistent or maybe feeling domineering. Um, Some may see you as being like superficial or maybe seeing you as being insincere. And sometimes this can show up in things like, like overindulging in things in this particular center. So think like sex addiction or even overindulgence in things like food or wine or gambling or, you know, whatever it is, just addictions in general, just kind of addictive behaviors, um, aggression, just kind of showing out, showing off. And then it can also look, I feel like kind of on a different end of the spectrum, like codependency, right? Kind of manipulative codependency. And that's an overactive chakra. So all of this is showing up in the sacral chakra. When it comes to balancing out this chakra, when there's, if there's overactive things going on, underactive, it's just out of balance, there's blockages and you're feeling any of these things again, or feeling the physical symptoms, things like the other things I didn't mention too, because there are some other, I, I think the, the, uh, like the primary organs and glands for the center are the sexual glands, but there also are tra- uh, tied to like your urinary tract and your kidneys. And so, because it, it, they kind of share with the solar plexus. And so that can show up too, right? Like UTIs, kidney infections, and then anything going on with your ovaries or your uterus or anything like that. Those can also show up. So since your sacral chakra is all about creative and sexual energy, it's really your, your what's the word I want? Your, your aliveness, right? Like the, the place where you carry your sense of autonomy and agency, like recognizing the power of you and the power of your body and really harnessing that power. That's where we, what you want to tune back into. So think creative projects, right? Um, coming up with new ideas, um, but the birth of another human, all of this comes, all of this comes from the sacral chakra, like you're birthing things from this chakra, whether it's physical things or, you know, ideas, and so really to heal this center, first of all, and I'm going to say this for probably every chakra, it, it's going to go back to the chakra before, right? First healing of the root chakra, because once the root chakra is clear, it's going to allow for a clear path of energy, right? The energy has got to flow from the root chakra all the way up. And so it, I'm going to say this with every chakra, like going back to the chakra before and really starting with the root chakra, right? We, we want to make sure there's a clear path for energy to flow through. Um, but 
the other piece of that is learning that it's safe for you to express yourself. It's, it's safe for you to express yourself physically and creatively. And again, that sense of like self and creativity is coming from this chakra, but the sense of safety is coming from your root chakra. So you want to put all of that together. So I think some kind of practices that you can put into play to kind of balance things out in this center. Think anything that's going to pull on your creative your creative heartstrings, right? Anything or anything that's going to bring you um, pleasure. And this can be any kind of pleasure. It doesn't have to be sexual pleasure. Anything that's going to bring you pleasure and anything that's going to bring out a more like sensual side of yourself. So things like painting, journaling, um, moving your body and dance, right? Going to an art museum or an art exhibition, right? Things that are going to bring out like a creative side to you. And then, again, going back to that sensual, sexual side of yourself, exploring your sexuality, all of these are ways, like like ways that make you feel sensual. Maybe it's it's a bubble bath. Maybe it's putting on a sexy dress. Maybe it's dressing up to go, you know, somewhere, something that's going to make you feel um, like alive. And again, it, it's going back to that that power that is in this center, especially as women. I feel like as women, this is like a whole other um, source of power for us. I mean, this is literally where we birth human beings, like the, the womb space is here. And so I think we have so much more power that can come from this center that we're really not harnessing. And I think if, if we go back to just, you know, finding things that help us feel powerful and feel, um, like the power of your body and really honing in on what your body's capable of creatively, sexually, physically, all of those things that really all is going to tie into this center. So of course, meditations and, and, you know, reconnecting with yourself. But I really think just if you can hone in on that creative side of yourself, that sensual side of yourself is going to be really supportive for this center. So I talked a little bit about kind of physically what's, what's kind of going on or uh, connected with the center. So that being said, going back to that, so I mentioned the, the physical aspects that are tied to this particular chakra, right? So let's kind of look at that piece again and, and talk about um, kind of lifestyle things that we can tie in, right? Think of food. I always like to, to kind of tie in the physical pieces in the food um, because there are certain foods that we can eat that can really help support the the organs and glands that this chakra is responsible for. So first let's start with food. So foods that can really balance and uplift energy in your sacral chakra include think aphrodisiacs. Like honestly, that's what it is. Think chocolate and oysters and strawberries and honey and red wine. Like all of these are things like all of these honestly can be considered aphrodisiacs, but all of these can be supportive for your sacral chakra. In addition to that, we want to support the organs and the glands that are associated here, right? So if we're looking at, we're looking at things that are going to help support your reproductive um, organs and glands. So anything that has, that, so if you go back to my seed cycling episode, seed cycle, seeds, seeds are going to be the first thing. So anything that has zinc and magnesium and omegas, like all of those that I talked about with the seed cycling, things that are going to help with healthy progesterone and estrogen levels, things that are helping with healthy blood flow and healthy, you know, like the, I talked about omegas and the lining of your uterus and all these things. So everything, go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. Um, and I think that can be really supportive for this particular center as well for this chakra, because you are supporting the physical glands associated with it. 
So I think that could be another way to really help balance things out is really honing in on how to support the glands associated with it. So that is the sacral chakra, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual pieces of it, what it's tied to. Hopefully this helps give you a little bit more insight on our second chakra. And then next month we will move on up in the chakra system and talk about the solar plexus. I will see y'all next time. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I can know how to provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics you'd like to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza, or you can visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.